0: Today, we're going to be talking about all things dating and relationships, as I am joined by a 22-year-old dating and relationship coach, Chungus. He is known as the healthy relationship coach, and he inspires to make an impact by showing people how to date healthy in the modern age. So Chungus, thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely,
1: Curtis. Thank you for having me. bless you.
0: Oh, absolutely. I appreciate you. Why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So my name is chung Deng. I am, yes, I am 22 years old. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a pretty young dude that you know, talks a lot about a lot of serious things. As a kid, I had to grow up really fast. Uh, That's why I go by, you know, I'm 22 years old. But yeah, I spent my entire childhood, you know, learning a lot of things, overcoming a lot of struggles and insecurities and stereotypes. And now it's like, you know, just trying to, you know, make a positive impact by, you know, being the person that I needed when I was a kid and, you know, teaching other guys, you know, and girls how to overcome a lot of things that I faced so they don't have to, you know, deal with the uh, issues that I did, you know.
0: Well, tell us what made you get into dating and relationships and what makes you credible to talk about dating and relationships.
1: Absolutely. Good question. Good question. So credibility is something that's very important. That's something that I always look for whenever, you know, we're taking advice from anybody. Credibility. I speak from experience. I, I've i studied, you know, dating relationships for like over eight years now, ever since I was a kid growing up. And really. The biggest credibility I have is that, you know, I've had three serious relationships. First relationship lasted about six months, then it was on and off for about three months. Um, It ended up being a toxic relationship, so it taught me a lot. The second relationship lasted almost two years, um, and I learned a lot from that. And then I took about an eight-month break from dating, and now I'm currently in a relationship with an amazing woman. It's a very healthy relationship, I would say. And yeah, we love each other very much. We've been dating for about seven
0: months now, and it's been absolutely phenomenal. Well, why do you feel like your past relationships didn't work the way you wanted them to?
1: Yeah, it was really um when I was a kid, right? I, you know, like a lot of like a lot of people, I was you know just that you know like a young, immature uh, a kid, and I just i I studied dating relationships from people that were not the best role models, right? So I didn't have you know a good father figure in the household. My biologic father was not a very kind person. And I just, you know, I didn't want to become like him. So then I started, you know, looking online, going on YouTube and stuff like that. And then obviously as a kid, you know, you're kind of looking, you know, like you're doing a lot of the immature stuff. I used to be a frat boy and all that, right? Used to live in a fraternity house. And I just, I was a part of hookup culture and just all that. And I was just constantly partying. And the first relationship, it was just, you know, like I knew what I want to have, which was the relationship that my parents had, but I was still, you know. Like I was using, you know, like hookup culture and all that to run away from a lot of the issues that I was facing in the home instead of actually facing my problems as a kid.
0: So what feels your passion to help others with their love lives? It's there's there's
1: a lot of things. It's just like, you know, when I was when I was a kid, you know, I would always, you know, try to, you know, I thought that the worth of a man was like, you know, how attractive he is to women. And, you know, I used to be super insecure, super shy. I mean, just to hop on a call with you, like when I was a kid, I would never be able to do that. But, you know, I overcame a lot of struggles. And, you know, what I realized growing up was that, you know, I'm, I stand about five feet, four and a half ish. So I'm not a tall guy. Right. And I don't have six figures. I've never made more than like $40,000 a year. And I've also, I don't currently have a six pack. Right. So it's like a lot of people believe that you have to have six feet, six figures in a six pack, but I'm like, I've never had. You know I've never had most of that, right? And it's like if I could succeed, then other people can too. And I and I know that as a kid, you know, I really wish that I would have had somebody like me now to look up to to be like, hey, you know, I understand you're short, I understand you don't have a bunch of money. I understand you may be a little bit chubby, right? Maybe a little bit skinny fat. You can still succeed in dating, you can still find love, you can still attract a girlfriend. You don't have to be lonely and that's i think that's something that a lot of people face nowadays modern day loneliness just we're so separated from each other i'm trying to you know make a positive impact against that
0: well give the listeners some tips about healthy dating
1: yeah absolutely absolutely so when it comes to healthy dating and you know i like to teach men but it kind of like when, whenever you say healthy dating i've noticed it attracts a lot of women as well but um if you want to learn how to get into, you know, healthy relationships, right, or to date in a healthy way, the first thing that we want to make sure is that, you know, we, we think about where do we get our education from. A lot of people, they'll learn from like places like Disney, or maybe they'll, they'll watch romantic comedies and stuff like that. I grew up watching stuff like How I Met Your Mother, you know, the, the notebooks, tons of stuff like that. I used to be addicted to rom-coms. So that's one of the first things you want to look at. Now, romantic comedies and like Disney and all that, it's, it's a fairy tale. It's fake. Those are actually very toxic relationships. If you think about the relationships that you see on camera, like, you know, Ross and Rachel from Friends, those are very toxic relationships. Now, if you didn't learn from romantic comedies chances are that you learned from your parents so i left the uh, i left a home you know like my parents disowned me because i wanted to date outside of my race uh, when i was about 18 19ish and what happened was uh, it's like i'm 22 years old you know i've only you know been out of the household for you know like a few years but i still have over eight like about 18 years of just um just absorbing the exact relationship that my all father and my mom had and you know like it was a it was not a very good relationship my biological father, father was very abusive so it's like whether or not you know you like your parents whether or not you like your father if you don't put conscious effort to not become like your father or not have a relationship like you, the ones that your parents had you're going to you know subconsciously attract that kind of relationship you may not become exactly like your father but you know that's what i've noticed is that you're still going to subconsciously you know think a lot of ways or do a lot of things that, you know, like your father did. Um, So that's one of the first things is to look at where did you learn about relationships? Because, you know, like what we learn as kids were like sponges. And then from there, we go past that. And the, the greatest way to learn how to date, right, is to really focus on two main aspects, that's what i've noticed it's number one is self-improvement no matter what we have to be the best versions of ourselves you know as men we have to keep working and keep working and you know a man's role in society right like historically speaking has always been to protect and provide men fight the wars men always been seen as like the breadwinners you know men you know they come home and you know they take care of the family right like they provide for the family they protect for the family now you know historically speaking for women and this isn't to say that women are just about you know physical appearance a woman are more than just her looks but the you know a woman's role in society has always been to be beautiful and to be nurturing you know women are the other figures right they they take care of the family they you know they nurture and all that And so as men we have to work on you know being able to protect and provide, right? We have to be able to you know, take care of a lot of things, but I break it down into three main aspects. It's what I call the three pillars of dating success. It goes into self-improvement. So there's you know, self-improvement and then good communication, but within self-improvement, it's I take a very logical and practical step-by-step approach. The first thing you always wanna work on is to make yourself more attractive, right? So you wanna work on your good looks. That's the first thing anybody's ever gonna notice about you, whether you wear glasses, whether you, you know, have a nice haircut, you know, whether you took a shower, right? Hygiene is super important, whether, you know, how tall you are. A lot of people disregard height, but height is incredibly important, but um, you can't control your height, but you can, you know, control your physique, right? You can improve your body a little bit. Um, You can work out and all that. So then the first pillar is good looks. From there, we go to social skills and social proof you know, if you want to learn how to date, um, you have to learn how to talk to people, right. If you want to learn how to talk to girls, you have to learn how to talk to boys. You know, if you want to learn how to flirt with women, you have to learn how to first, you know, be able to talk to, you know, strangers, right. Um, and you don't have to be like super confident all the time, but like you have to be able to, you know, strike up a conversation with guys, right? If, if you're, you know, if you're not attracted to guys, you have to be able to talk to you know, guys, like guys at the gym or something that people that you're not necessarily attracted to. But then, so then there's social skills, understanding social dynamics, understanding what's okay to talk about, what's not okay to talk about. Um, and then from there, we, we learn about social proof. Now, social status is something that's incredibly important. And it, it sounds a lot like really weird. A lot of time people think that it's a bad thing, but your social status is important. You know, do you have friends? That's incredibly important. You know, do you, you know, like, do you have female friends? That's another thing that a lot of girls look for. A lot of women, they're interested in, hey, you know, like, is this guy somebody that, you know, women, you know, like to be around? That's something incredibly useful. So good look, social skills, social proof. And then we go into confidence and charisma. So we have confidence. Confidence is something that builds over time and it comes with practice. The way I teach it is to, you know, use baby steps, right? I just, you know, I, I literally go step by step by step. You can start by just going to an environment where maybe you have not you know, ever been. Like, let's say you move to a new city, then you're, let's say you move to, uh, I don't know, like Brunswick, Georgia, right? You move to Brunswick, Georgia, you've never been there before. So you you don't know anybody. Well, the first thing that, you know, I would tell anybody to do is, okay, well, first go on Google, like learn more about the city, learn more about the, you know, the places to go and stuff like that. And then I want you to go to maybe like a restaurant that you're familiar with familiar with right if you go to you know like i don't know like jimmy john's or something like go there you're familiar with the place and then from there i want you to just talk to people get to know people and then maybe join a gym or something maybe join like a like a like an improv class or you know like a dance class or something like that something find things that you're comfortable with in that new place if so then you know that helps you build confidence when you feel more comfortable you know like say you're going to a new dance class you want to before you go to a dance class, learn more about the dance style, watch YouTube videos, you know, do some beginner tutorials at home. Maybe read the Google reviews of the place before you actually go there. It's going to make you feel more comfortable. It's going to make you feel more safe. And it helps reduce a lot of anxiety when we go to new places. So that's like the practical, you know, kind of guide there to help build confidence. But then from there, so we got good looks, social skills, social proof, confidence. And then the last thing that I tell guys to focus on is charisma. And the reason why we focus on all these other aspects of, you know, of, just self-improvement first, before we talk about, you know, how to flirt with girls or anything like that, is because the more, you know, you've worked on your self-improvement, the less skills you need to have with women, like the less charisma you need. You don't have to, you know, be like a, like necessarily good with women. You don't have to learn how to flirt as much if you've already focused on all these other things. But, you know, if you don't, if you haven't focused on these other things, then you're going to have to be really good. They call it like game. I don't really like that, but, but yeah, so that's the whole aspect of self-improvement. But then from there, the next thing that we want to learn as well is good communication, right? Whenever we talk with women, whenever we, we get into a relationship with a girl, if we're looking for something serious... The, the greatest thing you can do is just be direct, honest, and respectful about your intentions with her. If you treat a woman like she is a friend, she's going to view you like a friend. If you treat her like she is your little sister, she's going to view you like a big brother, right? So we can't be surprised about you know, what happens based off on the way that we interact with women. And as men, it is our job or it has always been our job to lead, right? We have to lead the interactions. We have to, we have to lead the way. We, we pave the way. So then we go from there and you know we work on our self-improvement and then we work on you know just good communication being honest about it obviously you know we can't be needy we can't be like oh my god you know you're so pretty you know you're like the, you're the prettiest girl in the world you know who am I and we, we don't want to be saying that kind of stuff that's really needy and women aren't attracted to that but when it goes into healthy dating right so that's already how, how do you get a girlfriend and healthy, you know in a healthy way without having to do a lot of the manipulation or like you know things that are out there when we want to get into healthy relationships, we have to learn things such as love language, you know, attachment styles, MBTI, and just really study a little bit of psychology. And when we can study that kind of stuff, it really, it helps us better understand, you know, how to, you know, be in healthy relationships, both romantically and platonically with women and guys, right? So when you understand, you know, a little bit about your psychology, a little bit about your upbringing, when you look into your childhood, right? Right. Because a lot of us have you know, childhood traumas or things that you know we've overcome. When you can study, you know, like and really better understand yourself and really work on yourself before you get into a relationship, it ends up making it so much easier to get into healthy relationships.
0: Well, yeah, sorry, it, that was a bit of a tangent. Oh no, that w- that was absolutely perfect. And we definitely appreciate the expertise. Give give us your opinion on online dating. Yeah.
1: So online dating, um, you know, my my first girlfriend, we met on Tinder and it's like online dating it depends the way that i teach it like online dating works because it's kind of evolved over time so online dating definitely can work but i don't recommend guys focus too much on online dating but in regards to like the apps and stuff you know there's been stuff like eharmony mysoulmate and all that and now there nowadays there's tinder bumble hinge i think the best app right now is hinge but tinder for casual sex and hookups and like that's the quickest way to get into toxic relationships so i don't recommend tinder but online dating definitely does work but regardless even if you're doing online dating you still have to focus on your self-improvement you still have to learn how to communicate you know like uh in in person because we don't live on the apps if you want to get a girlfriend if you want to attract you know maybe your future wife or your the future mother of your children you can't focus on you know learning how to live in the online space you you, you have to learn in person. I think it's called intra or I think it's called intra personal skills, something like that. But you have to learn how to communicate with people in person. You have to get it, get that experience, um, which is why I don't recommend online dating for the most part, but it can work.
0: You know, there are a lot of dating and relationship coaches out there. Tell us what you feel sets you apart from all the other dating and relationship coaches out there.
1: Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. So what sets me apart is that I am the only person that I've ever seen that is Asian, stands about five feet, four and a half, and understands what it's uh, like. Those two things set me apart so much, but also uh, understands what it's like, you know, to be just to not have six figures, to not have a six pack. I'm the only person uh, that really understands what it's like to and I don't want to disrespect any other the cities. I love everybody, right? But a lot of dating coaches, they're either white or Hispanic, right? Or, and, and there are black dating coaches as well. But like, there's never really been an Asian, right? And there's a lot of stereotypes against Asians. Asian men have been seen as very feminine. And it's like, there are Asian men, statistically speaking, they're at the bottom of dating football. So it's like, if I've been, you know, if I've been at the very bottom, you know, I think he's speaking. And if I'm also short, right, I'm not six feet tall, it means that everything had to be harder for me than with most dating coaches. And I also, you know, like, I don't, I can't grow a beard like a lot of guys can. So it's like, I don't have a lot of these, you know, like masculine traits that a lot of guys can, you know, rely on. So if I could succeed, you know, then, you know, if it worked for me, it'll work for anybody else.
0: Tell us about some of the challenges that you feel people face in the today's da- dating market.
1: I think a big one is just, you know, I've noticed that men and women, they've kind of been, you know, separated. We've kind of been pushing against each other. Um, But I think a big one is just too many options, right? Online dating has kind of, you know, it's just led the way. And, you know, when we have too many options, it makes it harder for us to commit to one person. Uh, And I think that society as a whole is better when we're not just, you know, having sex with everybody, when we're just committed to you know, like just, just that one partner, maybe not like a soulmate per se, but like, you know, just like a committed relationship. I think society as a whole is better when we have committed serious relationships instead of just, you know, just hooking up with everybody.
0: Your bio, you talk about the letters AMQF. Tell us what that means. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So AMQF,
0: so I started my YouTube channel um,
1: called like AMQF, Healthy Dating for Men. But when I, when I first started, you know, my YouTube channel, I was, I was very lonely, right? I was stuck in my bedroom. I was sick and I was just making a ton of YouTube videos just, just for the sake of it. I um, hadn't been inspired by other YouTubers. I was like, you know what? I can't, I literally, you know, I was stuck in bed for like, you know, I think two weeks or so and I just couldn't do anything. I just got so bored. And I was like, you know what? I want to just make a YouTube channel. Screw it. Like just have all the time in the world. So I started thinking about, you know, what can I name my channel? And, and I asked my girlfriend, it's like a, I wanted to have a name that represented, you know, a lot of things that I want to talk about. My YouTube channel, the first reason I ever created it, like, it was positive Asian male representation without bashing women or other ethnicities. And that's where, you know, AMQF comes in. So there's there's things like AM, AMWF, which is Asian male, white female, AMBF, Asian male, Black female, AMLF, Asian male, Latino female. And then there's AMXF, which is Asian male and then um, X female. But... I was like, I don't want it to be about, you know, getting Asian guys to date a specific ethnicity. And I don't want it to just be about Asian guys, right? I want it to be more than that. So my girlfriend helped me come up with the name. She actually, you know, came up with it. It's AMQF, Asian male, quality female. And what it means, basically, it's self-improvement of the underdogs. It's like, it's just sharing, you know, my personal journey through life and my journey of self-improvement to inspire others. Um, Because a lot of people don't realize that, you know a lot of the challenges that asian men face in dating because asian men you know asian culture is very like silent a lot of times we're very quiet we don't you know we just you know kind of just put our heads down and just kind of go to work we don't really talk a lot about the struggles that we face, we kind of just take it, right? So, it's like it's inspiring others. That's really what it means. Asian male, body female. It's been it's my journey of, you know, making myself more attractive to you know be the best version of myself so that one day I, I could attract a, the woman of my dreams, a quality quality woman.
0: Do you have any current or upcoming projects that you're working on that people need to know about?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I'm currently working on. It's kind of uh, it's kind of crazy. Um, have you ever heard of fit to fat to fit?
0: Yeah, I think I have heard of it. Tell, tell the listeners who don't know about it more about it.
1: Yeah, so Fit to Fat to Fit—it's it's a really popular t- uh, TV show series. Um, but basically, there was a personal trainer. His name is Drew Manning, and he he created this challenge where he made himself fat. He made himself basically obese, and so he—this guy was ripped, was the most impressive physique ever. And he spent six months of his life just getting really fat. He was eating like I think like seven thousand calories a day or something, and he he just made himself really fat. And he did that because he wanted to, you know, better understand his clients and to un- inspire them because a lot of people that are trying to lose weight, they feel like, you know, their personal trainers don't know what they're, you know, talking about. They don't know the experience. They've never been, you know, fat. So he he spent six months making himself as fat as possible. And then he spent another six months burning off the weight, you know, losing the weight with his clients. So he was like walking their hands through the process, you know, he was like, Hey, you know, I'm here with you. So that's something that I'm kind of working on myself. It's my own version of that challenge. And it's uh, eating a Big Mac every day for 30 days. I'm currently on day 28. So I've only got like two, three days left. But yeah, it's been this whole journey of trying to make myself as fat as possible. Right now, I am about 26.9% body fat. I got a DEXA scan and everything. But it's like, yeah, I'm kind of documenting that journey, making a little mini documentary. I've never heard of a dating coach do this, you know, make himself intentionally as fat as possible. Um, but, you know, I'm doing that so that I can inspire others to be like, uh, and also showed the journey going back to fit, um, you know, trying to build an aesthetic body, going to the gym so that I can inspire others to do the same as well.
0: Well, definitely wish you the best of luck with that. How can yeah. people stay connected with you? You mentioned a YouTube channel, but give out your website, social media links so people can stay connected with you on your journey.
1: Absolutely, Curtis. Thank you. Yeah, so my website is healthydatingconsultation.com. I'm giving away a free consultation to anybody that wants to learn or, you know, is interested in working with me. Um, it's a free consultation really to go in depth and, you know, diagnose what you're currently facing in, in your dating life um, to help you get into healthy relationships. That's the purpose of the call. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, uh, feel free to go to that website if you guys are interested in hopping on a call with me. But if you want to check out you know, just my, my YouTube content, the website is anqf Healthy Dating for Men. And yeah, we're just dropping some killer videos on there, just dropping some value.
0: I'll close us out with some final thoughts. Anything that we haven't touched on that you would like the listeners to know or you'd like to touch on?
1: Yeah, the, the, the way that I approach dating, it's, uh, it's something that's helped me with, with a lot of things, because I know that a lot of people face a loneliness. That's one of the biggest issues right now in modern day society. Mm-hmm. And what what I found is that, you know, if you want to overcome loneliness, or just want to live a healthy life, um, something that I always remember is a concept of karma, right? So I teach people, you know, if you, you know, like, if you spread love, it will come back to you, especially when you least expect it. So be there for others, you know, help others out. And just, you know, just, just, take a look at your, you know, your relationships, you know, before you even think about actually dating women, focus first on, you know, learning how to, you know, you know, like be there for your friends, for your family, you know, be there for your sisters, your brothers, you know, your mother, your father, like, you know, just, you know, just take a moment just to spend some quality time with them. And what happens is it'll end up making you a healthier person and it will help you so much in your own life just by being there for the people in your life. And the funny thing is, Women are actually pretty attracted to guys who do that. <laughs> so it's like, uh, you know, it kind of helps, you know, like on the side there, but just spread love, you know, because karma is very real. If you spread love and positively, hey, welcome back to you.
0: So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the healthy dating coach, Changus. Please be sure to follow, rate, review, share this episode to as many people as possible. Check out his YouTube channel. Go get that free consultation. If you need a little bit of help with dating and Android listeners, please go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast app. Thank you so much for joining us tonight and spreading your expertise, Chungus.
1: Absolutely, Curtis. Thank you so much for having me.
0: For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused. On living the Dream, dream.